Hello out there, how are we doing? Welcome one and all to Story Shed, the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, adults too, partridges, piglets, plants, anyone and everyone who fancies a little listen to our stories, we are here. This is episode 25, written and recorded in the middle of lockdown. I hope you are all safe and well out there. And you will probably tell it's a bit of a lockdown story as it's about the best and worst bits of family life. Continue to get in touch. Every little message delights me like you wouldn't believe. Storyshed Pod on Twitter, storysheadpodcast at gmail.com and on Facebook. Oh, and if you fancy rating and reviewing us on iTunes or wherever, then big thumbs up emoji to that. Anyway, let's get going with episode 27, Remy Remote. Let's open the door. Story Shed, episode 25, Remy Remote. In a typical house in a typical town, three rooms upstairs and three down, lived Remy, her brother Jack and sister Jane, as well, of course, Mum Wendy and Dad Wayne. I'm sure it sounds familiar. I'm sure you get the gist. Remy was one of three and very much the middleest. Overlooked and underloved, she had heard people say, but Remy had never really felt that way. There was a lot of love from Mum and from Dad and Jane was cute and Jack wasn't too bad. They had bikes and footballs and teddies and a TV... They had board games and a swing hung from a tree. They ate well, Mum was an excellent cook, and Dad always found time to read them a book. They got tickled and teased, they laughed till it hurt, they went on walks in the forest and got covered in dirt. They hugged and chatted, played cards in the kitchen. Love was definitely something that Remy's life was rich in. But hang on, hold up, nothing is ever idyllic like this. Family life isn't a perfect picture of permanent bliss. Family life is a bit rough around the edges, a green garden with slightly scruffy hedges. And in Remy's life there was a lot of, he said that, she did this, he broke my bike, she stole my hat. There were tears and tussles, sometimes shouting. There were sulks and silences, prolonged pouting. And the noise, goodness me, the noise would get to Remy. From Jane's whining and wailing she would often flee. To the sanctuary of her room, under the covers of her bed. Wrapping her pillow tightly around her head. From Jack's rowing and railing, Remy would escape outside. In the shed at the end of her garden she would hide. So in this typical house, in this typical town, three rooms upstairs and three down... We will find a typical family with typical traits. Sometimes best of enemies, sometimes best of mates. One typical day in her typical house, Remy was watching TV. Or rather, was trying to watch TV, which wasn't so easy. Above the chatter and clatter and continual fuss. As if not in her front room, but sat at the back of a bus. Dad tickled Jane and Mum argued with Jack. Jane half giggled, half screamed. Jack argued right back. Remy stared at the screen, not hearing a single word. The picture was clear, but the sounds were blurred. 
She looked down at her hand in which she clutched the remote control and something, something stirred deep from within her soul. I wish, she thought, I wish I could just pause this lot. Just press pause and they would all stop. Stop shrieking and giggling and talking too loud. Stop acting like they were in a football crowd. Remy closed her eyes, focused on her breathing alone. An oasis of calm amid the incessant drone. Then she took the remote and her thumb found pause. She relaxed her body but clenched firmly her jaws. Eyes still shut and energy flowed through her that she had never felt before. And she pressed the button. She pressed pause and there was noise no more. She kept her eyes closed, her breathing now faster then opened them quickly like ripping off a plaster, to see her family paused, paused in mid-flow. Mum and Jack stood up facing each other, toe to toe. Jane's face looked funny, creased up in laughter. Dad the tickler, looming over her, looking even dafter. Remy's heart beat like a drum in her chest, her thumb still on the button just pressed. She slowly moved it to the play button and pressed, and they sprang back to life with the same amount of zest. Shrieking and giggling and talking too loud, acting like they were in a football crowd. So Remy hit pause again straight away and they froze, as if modelled in clay. Ah, Remy simply could not believe her eyes. One push of a button had silenced their cries. Remy raced from the room and into the street, ran through the freshly fallen winter sleet, which had paused in mid-air as if hung by individual strings. She saw a bird frozen above her with fully stretched out wings. The cars on the road were moving no more. The feet of pedestrians now stuck to the floor. The clouds didn't move. The cats didn't stalk. The trees didn't sway. The bus ladies didn't talk. Remy stood with the remote in her hand, surveying the now motionless land. Pressing play again, the world woke once more. Sleet fell from the sky, feet came unstuck from the floor. And then Remy thought, if pause and play worked, what about the rest? She had to, just had to give the other buttons a test. So naturally, she pressed fast forward first, and the world around her exploded with a burst. The car zoomed past at a terrifying speed. A man ate a sandwich with terrifying greed. Birds whizzed by and disappeared out of sight. A woman and her dog gave Remy a terrible fright. So she pressed pause again, grateful for the calm. And before something did her some serious harm. She turned and headed back towards the safety of her home. But then, listeners, something happened that is sure to make you groan. As Remy was walking, she managed to trip. From her hand, the remote managed to slip. It hit the ground... The back came off where the batteries are kept. And at what happened next, our Remy very oh so nearly wept. The batteries rattled and rolled off the curb and straight down a drain. Remy looked on, her face twisted and grimaced a picture of pain. She froze, just like the world all around her. Then into action she suddenly spurred. She ran, ran as fast as her legs would go. The sleet hit her face thicker, now more like snow. Into her house, to the top kitchen drawer, and her heart sank at what she saw. Amid the pens and phone chargers and spare keys was one old and completely empty packet of batteries. 
Now she started to panic. What if the world stayed this way? Frozen at this second, at this minute, at this hour, on this day. Remy, the only one who can move and talk and think and feel. The silence began to engulf her. She didn't want this to be real. She snapped back into action once more and headed outside and next door. Straight into the home of Mr and Mrs Daniels, leaping over their pair of frozen spaniels. Into their immaculate kitchen, not a speck of mess. But hang on, why was Mr Daniels wearing a dress? No time to ponder, no time to waste. She rooted through drawers in haste. Until, what's that? Yes, hallelujah, praise be, a perfect pack of beautiful batteries. She fumbled and fiddled before getting them inside. She found the play button and closed her eyes. Please work, she thought. Please make the world move again. She steeled herself, took a deep breath, pressed play and then... opened her eyes to see Mr Daniel's face turn bright red, who looked at Remy with widening eyes and said, What on God's green earth are you doing in my house, little miss? Sorry, Remy said, but that dress does suit you and she blew him a kiss, and ran back home to the chaos of her family. Never had she been anywhere near this happy, to be back with her typical family, with typical traits, sometimes best of enemies, sometimes best of mates. There we go, that was Remy Remote, and I am joined by our little helpers, Ida and Belle. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hi. First question. Who is in Remy's family? Who's in Remy's family? Her sister Jane, her brother Jack, her mum Wendy, and her dad Wayne. (laughs) Okay, what kind of things do Remy and her family like to do together? Their dad always has time to read them a book. And they like to go for walks in the forest and get dirty. Mum's a good cook. And they get tickled and teased. They're the nice things about Remy's family. What about the negative things? What things does she find a bit difficult? The noise. And the fighting and the shouting. And she hides in her shed and goes under her covers. Okay, so that's Remy and her family. But then what happens when she's watching TV one day? She closes her eyes and wishes that she could just pause her family. And she presses the pause button and then she opens her eyes again and her family is actually paused. She finds a remote uh, and it can do anything to her family. Yes. Do you think that sounds fun? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like a remote like that? (laughs) Yes. So, she pauses her family. How do you think she feels at that moment when she pauses her family? Happy. Amazed and shocked. Gobsmacked. (laughs) Okay. So then, what does she do? She goes outside onto the streets and pauses everyone. What kind of things does she see outside pause? Can you remember? Um... The sleep from the sky just hung, looks like it's hung by strings. The bus lady stopped. The pet pedestrian's feet have, are stuck to the ground. Super. Does she use any other buttons on the remote control? She, 
and Ryan discovered his sandwich of the wrong guy. Because she pressed fast forward. Okay. And then what happens? She tries to she tries to get home, but what happens on the way home? Uh, uh, she lost her batteries. Uh oh. They fall down the drain. Uh oh. So what happens then? Um. So she goes in. She goes into her house, rushes upstairs. Then, um, she looks in the drawer, but there's no batteries. <laughs> so she has to go to her neighbor's house, yeah. and um, <laughs> she sees her neighbor in a dress. <laughs> And she finds that battery's in a drawer next to her neighbour. <laughs> he's in a dress and he's just, like, frozen in it. And then, so she finds the battery, she goes back home and she unpauses her family. Do, if you think there's a message behind this story, what do you think the message is, girls? Because you don't need to pause or control your family because they love you for who you are and... And you love your family for who they are. So what do you think? Would you like a remote control like that? Yes. What would you do with it? Pause my family and <laughs> just go and eat sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, girls. Say bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. There we go. Thank you very much to Ida and Belle. And a reminder, if you've enjoyed the first couple of episodes of Movie Shed, be sure to seek that out. You're going to have to search for it in your podcast provider because I'm not going to put it on this feed anymore. Have a little search. There'll be another one of those along in a week or so. So thanks for listening. See you next time on Story Shed. Au revoir. (laughs) 